Hello once again, this is show number 22 of the Online Gaming Podcast. This is Kevin Devine. Okay, so uh, this week we're going to cover some news, and uh, I have some reviews this week. And this week I'm actually going to go back to some of the roots of the program, and instead of reviewing online board gaming sites, I'm going to review some of the... multiplayer online persistent games. Uh, I've seen them called PBBGs, uh, whatever you want to call them. I had reviewed those earlier on uh, in some of the earlier podcasts, and I decided to go back to a few of them and give you an update on them and review some new ones that I found that I thought were kind of interesting. Uh, As I said, it was kind of a lull with the online board gaming, so I thought I'd go back to those online multiplayer uh, computer games. So, let's get into the news. Over at ACTS, they had a slight change to the email. Um, uh, It had to do with the reply to address not being from ACTS, and it was setting off some spam. Uh, And... Actually, it looks like it uh, it went to a survey and it went to a don't change anything. <laughs> so, uh, and oh, here's another thing on ACTS for the people. Optional cards have been added. There, uh, twenty optional cards have been added to the FTP module. It is an option when the game is created whether to use those cards or not. And uh, they've also updated all of the card text and for the people to include the changes from the 2006 edition. Over at Atari Play, they are beta testing new versions of Battleship Boggle and Yahtzee. And that was over at Atari.com. Boardspace.net has improved their chat Windows. You can now direct a message to only one other person in the room if you want. Colossus over at Colossus.SourceForge.net. That's the that's the online Titan board game. Has a new build with event viewer dialogue and lots of bug fixes. They don't uh, go into great detail on those bug fixes, but it's been uh, about six months since they've put out a version, so there's a new new stable version out there for people to use, so if you play that, you might want to go get the update. Conquer Club has added card counters and a couple other updates. Card counters, no more scrolling through the game log to figure out how many cards your opponents have. New live chat, they've replaced Gably with PHP free chat. Game Finder Improvement. It uses checkboxes instead of radio buttons. Now you can search for Terminator and Assassin in one step. My Games Improvement. My Games now has tabs for each section. Team Deadbeats. Deadbeats are always a pain in the butt, but they are particularly troublesome in team games. They give regular partners a big advantage over opponents that play with strangers. Since 80% of Team Deadbeats are new recruits, the community has reached a consensus to require newbies to earn their first promotion before playing in doubles or triples. Open public team games are now filtered out of Join a Game and Game Finder results for new recruits. Uh, they mentioned it was a band-aid solution. A proper training program is needed to prevent newbies from deadbeating. 
by letting them know what they're getting themselves into. So there are some nice updates over at the Conquer Club. Fighting flat tops over at syncpack.com. Bases can now be captured. It's the first update they've done in over a year, so that's nice to hear. Game Table Online is having their spring gaming fling from April 23rd through the 30th. So that's something that you want to check out. They're going to have a ton of tournaments that week. Uh, Vampire Nuclear War on the 23rd. Backgammon New England on the 24th. Chess Battle of the Bands on the 25th. Creepy Freaks 10 Days in Africa on the 26th. Checkers Eagle Arjun on the 27th. Euphrates and Tigris and Bosworth on the 28th. Conduteri and Cosmic Wimp Out on the 29th. Lord of the Fries and Kill Doctor... Oh, the 29th also has Lord of the Fries. Kill Doctor Lucky and Lemmings in Space on the 30th. So there's a ton of tournaments going on during this week. So go over to Game Table Online and, and sign up and play some games. The doctor over at goldtoken.com, the Dr. Pinball's all-membership memorial backgammon tournament uh, is open to all membership levels. So that's starting soon. Uh, the Vassal Engine has one update. The Tannhauser module uh, is now ready. Tannhauser is a tactical board game of paranormal investigations and great war combat, pitting the forces of the Reich and the Army of the Union together in a struggle for control of the Obscura Cardinal Car Cornerstones, magical artifacts of immense power. Two to ten players command two teams of five characters, both heroes and troops. Since there are up to ten characters on the battlefield, at any given time, up to ten players can take part. And then there's a download link. Wargameroom.com, CNC Ancients, updated to 1.9 on the 16th. Uh, Sword of Rome, updated to 3.9 on the 13th. Paths of Glory to 6.0 on the 10th. Uh, and those are all the updates over at Wargame Room. Your Turn, My Turn has a new game in development called Castle Danger. It's a Matt Warden game from mwgames.com and they've uh, reached uh, an agreement with permission. So that's a nice addition there. Checking a few other sites that they have links there that I hadn't seen. I'm checking uh, the Matt Warden game site uh, to see if there's anything interesting there. Uh, I'm guessing it's one of his computer games. The free computer version of the two-player strategy board game. I guess there is a download of Castle Danger from Matt Warden's website to play against the computer. But there's also a board game version of it. And it's over at Super Duper as well, but it's now going to be at your your turn, my turn as well. Uh, he has another game called Dare Base and two computer games, one called Gem Raider, one called Keeps and Motes Chess. And there was also a link to a Netherlands, 
I think it's Netherlands website. I'm not sure. I can't read it. It's in another language. So I can't help on that. It looks like it's another play-by-web website. It's www.jijbent.nl. Um, but I can't read anything on it. Uh, it looks like they have a number of games. Lost Cities, Lines of Action, Street Soccer, Trick Track. Some of the ones I can actually read. Um, so if anybody knows that language, they can check that out. Okay. Um, some news over on for Xbox Live, actually, the Xbox 360. They're bringing Rocketmen, Axis of Evil, and Talisman uh, out for the Xbox Live Arcade. Uh, Rocketman is based off the constructible strategy game of the same name. Um, and Talisman is based off of the Games Workshop game. Uh, revolving around a 3D representation of the board, Talisman is a translation of the tabletop game that sports one to four players on or offline, 25 characters from the franchise and expansion through downloadable content in the future. It will be seeing a release this winter for Xbox Live, um, PSN, which is I think the PlayStation Network, and PC as well. This will complement the Xbox Live, I believe, has versions of Carcassonne and... Some of the other, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that are available on Xbox Live, but that that's a really cool addition. I'm I look forward to seeing what that looks like. There are a couple screenshots over at Joystick.com. It's J O Y S I T Q. If you wanted to check that out, so looks like some of the board games are getting a computerized treatment by some of the big names, uh, Microsoft and the like. Over at mastermoves.eu, they've got a new game, Floriado. Uh, I've just signed up to try to play some of their games. I hope to have that review in the next show, uh, mastermoves.eu. And that's all the news I've got for this uh, time period. And I'll probably be coming back sometime in May for the next uh, online gaming podcast, and I hope to see a lot of more news. Uh, usually April, May, um, and some of June are a little bit slower, mainly because people are gearing up for the convention seasons that are coming up, and they're not going to do a lot of huge announcements before the conventions. They want to you know, hit Origins, Gamma, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, uh, Gen Con and then Essen or Spiel I guess it's called Spiel in Essen that's where they're going to come out with their big stuff they're not going to uh, release a whole lot of things the week before or whatever uh, mainly because announcements of the big shows seem to get more attention here's the top 10 reasons to listen to the Dice Tower a podcast all about board games number 10 if you're listening to this, then you probably dig top ten lists, and there's one in every episode. Number nine, it's way edgier than NPR. Number eight, you don't want to be the last person in your gaming group to know about Moritz Eggert and Rick Thornquist's gaming news. Number seven, Tom's soothing voice has been proven to lower stress levels in lab monkeys by 63%. Number six, 
You can never have too many contributors, and the Dice Tower features at least five every week. Number five, it's the only way to find out whether Tom Vassell is really that positive. Number four, you can feel like a globetrotter without having to actually fly to Korea. Number three, unlike your favorite TV show, you can count on a new episode every week. Number two, you can say we're there at the beginning after it becomes a massive global phenomenon. And number one reason to listen to the Dice Tower, you'll finally be able to put a voice to those 4,921 game reviews you read online. So come out and join us at www.thedicetower.com and listen to our weekly episode of the Dice Tower. We'll see you there. Hey, this is Ari Salvatore, and you're listening to the Gaming Podcast Network. Roll a dice and have a good time with it. So, on to the reviews I wanted to go into. I'm going to go into a few of the online, persistent-based online games. I, I'm not sure what to call them. Some of them call them online RPGs. Some are massive online multiplayer games, which I usually attribute more to something like um, World of Warcraft than necessarily uh, uh, these browser-based games. A couple of them that I've been toying around with, and I'll let you know what I think of. Uh, first one is called Chosen Space. Chosen Space is a... Mm, you own a ship, you fly around a galaxy, and trying to do certain things in that galaxy. You can select whether or not you uh, you start off with a choice of three different ships. You can choose to start with a... Um, a mining ship, a passenger ship, or a merchant ship. So those are some options you can do. Uh, you can earn money in the game by delivering passengers, by going to uh, by mining asteroids, getting them refined, and then. Uh, selling the the materials that you've refined and you can also uh, with the merchant ship you just buy and sell from different planets you go to a planet you go to their trading post you buy what's low there and sell high somewhere else um, they all have different attributes the ships have hull integrity armor engines different kinds of fuel uh, you can upgrade them at uh, shipyards the governments or um, and other uh, councils you can join seem to center around having a planet and being able to kind of control that planet by being a, a council for that planet I'm I'm a member of a council for some obscure planet up in the upper uh, upper right quadrant of the uh, or, or of the galaxy so uh, it's been laid claim to and I, I joined up with a guy who uh, who formed it and we're trying to build that little planet up so it it has some more uh, clout, some power, and 
you know, gain some more people into the council and, uh, you know, take over that little section of space. Um, it's, it's a bit repetitive, the game. Um, right now I'm trying to build up enough money to, to upgrade my ship. And essentially I'm playing a miner. I, you can set a nav computer up with, uh, well, if you improve it, it can be set up to eight different points right now. I've got it set to three. One would be an asteroid I'm trying to mine. Two would be a refinery. And then three would be... Uh, a planet I'm going to to sell the goods and then repeat. And I pretty much do that until I run out of turns. Uh, right now I'm running to see if I have enough money to upgrade my starship. I have about $67 million. And it sounds like a lot, but ship's cost in the $400 million to $2 billion range I've seen. So <laughs> even though I have $67 million, I'll probably only be able to upgrade my starship a little bit. Uh, but I'm hoping to at least um, get a slightly better engine so that I don't use up as many um, now okay I just checked and it's 77 million for the next largest engine right now my jump drive only lets me go 12 quadrants at a time I was hoping to upgrade to the one that lets me do 19 at a time it'll let you move faster in one jump it uses less fuel and it uses um, uh, a fewer turns so unfortunately I can't do that so well, I'm kinda stuck oh well that happens. Um, I I haven't had a, a much of a chance to investigate attacks or some of the other things, but uh, in the game fighters and some of that. But I kind of like that it's uh, kind of a graphical trade wars type game. Uh, you can set up some of your own things. It looks like if you if you have control of a planet, you can actually put down star bases and shipyards and refineries and some of those other things yourself. You can put them out there, and when people use them, you tax some of their use of it. And uh, so it looks like uh, an interesting game. I'm going to play it for probably another month. Um... Like I said, it is kind of repetitive right now. I'm hoping I get a better ship and it cuts down a little repetition. Maybe uh, be a little bit more involved in the government side, uh, deciding you know what what star bases to put out and, and see where we go from there. Maybe even be involved in something on the universe level as opposed to just the galaxy level. We'll see how that goes. Uh, not really planning on being a bounty hunter, though I think that's an option in the game. So, it's an interesting game. I uh, I would say go check it out. Uh, you can you can choose a whole bunch of different galaxies to start in. Um, I think there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I see, but that may just be my known universe as opposed to. Uh, Uh, as opposed to the actual uh, what's available out there so interesting uh, 
I, I would give it a try. Give it give it some more time. It's been developing for quite some time. If you check the wiki that's out there, there's a lot of obsolete information in it, which is a little annoying, but hopefully that'll get cleaned up soon. But they seem to add new things to it uh, quite often, so I'm 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 looking to see how they progress. Uh, another one that I just started, haven't had much time, is called Pirate Quest, the online pirate RPG. I just signed up. I really haven't had a chance to play anything at all. Uh, looks like uh, kind of your classic sail around, plunder things, and uh, fight. Uh, I'd like to give you a little bit more on that, but... That'll have to wait till I do another one of these follow-up shows, probably in another 20 shows. <laughs> um, another online spaceship game called Shields Up. Uh, oh, the online pirate game is piratequest.net. Sorry, I didn't say that last time. Chosen Space was chosenspace.com. Shields Up is at su-online.co.uk. They're the ones that I saw the phrase PBBG, that they they use that term. They're part of that. I guess it's a little online community. You can join up, and they'll list you on their web page and trying to standardize uh, certain things, possibly about the PBBG world or something. Uh, their description of Shields Up, there's plenty to do. You can be a hauler running trade missions for the smaller or larger haul companies. Whether it's a local system or far side of the galaxy, you can move passengers. Uh, privateer fit shield scanners and weapons. Try your hand at combat. There are over 800 ship types to attack and pirates. Uh, there are 80 items that can be looted. Uh... There are 300 schematics enabling uh, you with the right skills, resources, and determination to build a bunch of items as well as crafting. Uh, you can collect and refine a multitude of resources. You can mine from asteroid fields, deploy planetary extractors. Trading goes on quite a lot at the player's market. So a whole bunch of stuff like that and a bunch of missions and other things like that. Again, I haven't had a chance to try it out. There's some lengthy tutorials that I've been reading about the game uh, that I haven't gotten through yet, but I'm going to give that one a try. It looks very promising, screenshots and other things. So I hope to get in that one. Cyber Wars. It's been a while since I've been at Cyber Wars. Um, and anybody who heard my first review... Uh, you should really go back and check it out again. It's uh, significantly different than it was before. It's got all new graphics. And a whole bunch of new features. Well, a quick update on the Shields Up. I've had a chance to play it a little bit more, and uh, even those podcasts is going to be coming in a little bit late. Um, I, I can give you a little update on the whole Shields Up thing. It's um, it's 
it's again, it's another trade wars type uh, game. You have your starship, you travel around, you buy and sell goods to different uh, through different jump gates. It's a little bit uh, less freeform than Chosen Space in that there are systems and they have planets within the systems and then within those planets you have different places you can go to. Um, a little bit annoying with the constantly clicking to get to uh, the different options you want. You have to click on the jump gate. You have to dock with the jump gate. You have to agree to pay for the docking fee. Then you click to where you want to dock to or where you want to jump to. Then click undock and then click on where you want to navigate to. Say you want to dock. Say you're going to pay the docking fee. Click on the location that you want to visit within the uh, planet or whatever. Then click on what you want to click on enter or talk to or whatever. That's a lot of clicking, a lot of reloading. If you have a slow connection, this really isn't the game for you. Uh, if they could cut down on some of that clicking, it would be uh, it would be helpful. Uh, maybe even some options that automatically pay docking fees or something like that. Uh, would be welcome and just uh, something to cut down on the constant clicking and reloading of the page because every time you click on something it reloads the page so uh, it's got a lot of options a lot of crafting that's involved that I didn't see in things like chosen space every time you destroy a ship you get some loot that loot can then be used with schematics in order to build things um, you have a lot of skills you can build up Every time you gain a level or complete missions, you get IP points, which can be used to buy skills. Uh, there's some nice features. I'm going to give it a bit more of a shot. I haven't been destroyed in the game yet, so I don't know what the penalty for not playing for a little while and getting yourself killed is. Uh, we'll have to see about what happens there. There are a lot of NPC ships out there that you could shoot at and and kill off, so I, I'm hoping there isn't uh, much with the player versus player. There is a player's market, which is uh, some of the multiplayer interaction where you can buy and sell goods uh, there at the market. Um, other than that, I'm not sure. Uh, I think you can create some kind of factions or groups or something, alliances, that you can all join together in order to share resources or build factories and uh, open up star bases and all kinds of stuff. There's, there seems to be a lot of breath to Shields Up, and I'm looking forward to it. It's a UK-run uh, thing, so I'm going to play that for uh, a while more, see how it happens. Um, I'm going on vacation later in the month, so we'll have to see what happens to all my stuff while I'm on vacation, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, I just wanted to give you this little update on the Shields Up. So it's it's a it's a rather interesting game. I say give it a try if this is your kind of thing. And I'll send you back to the regular podcast. Bye. I'm just reading something. They, they seem to have been hit by a hacker of some sort. <laughs> uh, apparently it... Uh... Oh, wow. Yeah, seemed to be really bad. I don't know if that was recent or or happened a while ago. It seems like if you've had some trouble logging in, 
it's entirely possible that your account was deleted by these hackers being jerks. Okay. Um, like I said, new graphics, a lot of new features, so I'd go check that out. Uh, another one that I reviewed earlier that I'm coming back to is Urban Rivals. Um, a couple updates. They've got more characters, obviously. And now when you go to uh, play the game, there are different rooms you can join. Uh, one's called the Safe Neighborhood, uh, Dark Corners East, Dark Corners West, the Danger Zone, Welcome to the Town, and the Lost Warehouse. It's it's an effort to kind of segregate the users so that there was a lot of players that were just starting out that were that ended up getting trashed by level 20 or level 15 guys who would just pick them out and play against them and generally was when someone's a higher level like that they're going to to win more than likely they have more they they've already leveled up their characters that that are going to be fighting you and they know how to go faster so once you go past level 8 you can't you can't play in welcome to the town anymore so uh hopefully you don't get ripped apart too much as it says and there are some some of the rooms uh have some additional options the danger zone which is for level 20 and above has uh the option in this room the randomness factor of the game is deactivated the highest attack always wins now that appeals to a lot of people that think that you just get lucky sometimes and i've had a number of games where i have gotten very lucky i'm looking for forward to trying to play in the lost warehouse that is the training room it doesn't have any kind of tournaments uh all the rest of them count towards uh tournament points if you're in the lost warehouse you don't uh, this room is meant for training your characters. The sum of the XP, one for each round, plus a 25% XP bonus, is split between both characters in equal shares. Level-up bonuses are active, but there are no battle points for each round and no KO bonus. It is main, mainly made for training your new characters. And that's kind of been part of my goal, is to get my characters trained up. I like buying new characters, level 1 characters, uh, and, and leveling them up. I, I I think that's kind of fun part of the game, is to learn what the new skills are for the different characters. So that's one of the, the keys, and I, I, I applaud them for adding that into the system. Uh, other things really haven't changed. They've got a couple more packs available, uh, a couple more ways you can get credits... Uh, but nothing uh, fantastic. They continue to update their Flash uh, game screen, which is nice. And I believe the players' guilds have improved a bit. They've added uh, sales history and a couple other things from last time. Uh, Magefight.com which is another new game. Looks to be kind of a Travian-like game. You build up different parts of your 
city, your gold mine, your uh, sawmill, and you barracks and other things like that and try to build up your town, attack neighboring towns, loot them. Again, it's one of those things that the addition of the little magic spells is kind of nifty, but more than likely it's going to end up being kind of Travian all over again, and I'll end up not playing it once I actually meet people who are able to play it more than I can. Uh, it's one of those that, it, just like Travian, if you're not playing every day, if you didn't get in when the server started, you're probably going to be too far behind to catch up. Right now, I'm in a good part of the city or the, the, the area where I, it's harder for me to be attacked by major powers, but I suspect that'll eventually happen where I'll just be hit by somebody who basically will tell me I must give them tribute every day or they'll just continue to crush me or something like that, which we'll see how that goes. Uh, another game that looks interesting, I haven't gotten very far into it, but I'm interested to see uh, how it'll go, is called Rumble Race. It's at en.rumblerace.com. Uh, you buy cars... You hire drivers, mechanics, you train them up, you run through races. I guess you can watch the races somehow. I actually haven't figured out how to use the TV channel to actually watch a race happening. It does look like there are a lot of parts of the game that are restricted unless you pay. So that game may not be as good as it sounds. Another one by the same company, it looks like, is called Cappy Lands. That's K-A-P-I-L-A-N-D-S dot com. And it's kind of a business simulator. You buy buildings that produce things. You do research to improve the quality. You build buildings to sell them. And you go through producing, then selling, and making some money, and improving the quality. And I guess you can also go... You can get contracts from other players or something to sell things or other players are selling things there seems to be a code um, and I'm not sure what it means I, I'm seeing a bunch of stuff so I may check uh, if there's any kind of help or forums to see about what to do but again it looks like in this game you have to have coins to do a number of things so, uh, with coins, you can activate a premium account. Premium account allows you to uh, have more building lots. Your company can expand more. You can place ads in the market, have a bank, remove the ads, and have an administrative building. So, I think, again, with a lot of the other games, I know they have to make money, but it seems like you get a real competitive advantage in the game by having a premium account. 
um, as opposed to not having one. And I think that's part of where I lose a little bit of the appeal of a game is when you basically have to throw money in order to make it work for you. So uh, I'll give them some more time. Maybe return with another review in a in a month or two to see how it goes. Of course, I'm going to be on vacation in May for a while, so that may throw everything off. But at least I gave you a review this week. How about that? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, like I said, next next time I hope to have the mastermoves.eu uh, to report maybe some more super-duper games. Uh, we'll see what I can get done. And um, hopefully some more news uh, going out there. Uh, not much in the development world for many things. It looks like there, there are things being developed, but nothing <laughs> being released yet. A few things here and there. So hopefully we'll hear some more next week or the week after. And I'll get back to you. So thanks for listening. This has been po- Online Gaming Podcast number 22. I've been Kevin Devine, and I'll talk to you later. <laughs> This podcast is proudly listed on podcastpickle.com with more features for podcasters and listeners. Truly the best podcasting directory on the internet. We hoped you enjoyed today's online gaming podcast. If you have any feedback, questions, or comments, please go to onlinegamingpodcast.blogspot.com or email kdevine at yahoo.com.